guys. Welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Pat-O. And also... Jeremiah Byron. Oh, my God. The world-famous okay, Jeremiah so. is, is, is what I hear, right? The word on the street? Yes. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> we have another guest this week, you guys. And, you know, we, we don't do them very often. I'm excited. Um, you know, we put out a... Well, I guess I put out a post there on uh, social media trying to, um, you know, get more guests on the show and who you guys want to hear. Um, Jeremiah had to reach out to. Um, I was recently on uh, Bigfoot Society podcast, which is Jeremiah's show. Um, and, and it's a wonderful show. Jeremiah talks to everybody. So Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to have you here to, to talk to us heathens. So <laughs> that being said, Pat, how was your weekend? Um, it was all right. It was kind of uneventful. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm studying for my ham uh, radio operator's license. So, um, yeah, I know, because I have nothing better to do with my time <laughs> than do that. So, uh, which is interesting because it's a lot of, um, you know, it's kind of like, it's not like learning about French history when you kind of already know, like, European history. Okay. It, it's like kind of, it's it's a lot of new shit altogether about, you know, bandwidths and sidebands and megahertz oh yeah sure all that stuff so but it's interesting and it's cool and uh you know i'm uh i like learning new things so there you go that's well, good yeah it's been my weekend did not go see scream hey. unlike everyone else on Same. twitter yeah yeah I didn't either. yeah, yeah. Not yet. so I'll, I'll go see it at some point i'm not necessarily like afraid of going to the theater but i just was like uh, we went actually we did go to the movie theater we went saw kingsman today um, so I want to check that out before it left because me and my son are huge fans of that franchise. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar. That was pretty good. And then the only other thing I want to recommend as far as media goes is the Peacemaker TV series. Uh, it just dropped on HBO max and it is, um, by James Gunn and it's, uh, the John Cena character from the second suicide squad movie. And mm. he's got his own uh, mini series and it's fucking hysterical. So I cannot recommend oh. it enough. Very good time. Kept me laughing all weekend long. So, I've, Pat, I've seen that. Pat, how do you feel about John Cena doing an earnest reboot in like 10 years? <laughs> Is that Is real? real? <laughs> no, but like. Dude, he, the, as soon as about you it, man. said that. Yeah, no, you, you nailed it, man. It's like, get this guy a job as a casting director. Jesus, that's fucking perfect. And I would have never. I read it somewhere. So, okay. But still, I've, always, I've kind of thought it too. It's, it's Yeah. Better. The face, the, the totally, yeah. he, he totally does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you know, and John Cena's become like one of those staples for kids. I mean, as weird as that sounds, but you know, he's like a, he's a, he's a childhood idol. And so, I mean, I, I think he does have like really good, like, you know, I think he could play like a child friendly character. Like, well, mm -hmm. I guess Ernest, I don't know. I watched him as a child. So maybe it was just me. But. Well, this role is very, Peacemaker is very, very NC-17. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how. If, if there's any backlash to that, I don't think there will be because the, the rock can still go blue and come back. You know, wrestling is very forgiving. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it, this is definitely not a, uh, you know, uh, a kid role, but it, it's, it's, it's entertaining for adults. So I did. Um, I also had a very uneventful weekend, but like I, I you know, I'm not usually the one that's uh, recommending movies and whatnot, but I did watch a movie this weekend. What did you watch? I watched Antlers. Oh, is that Wendigo good movie yeah the wendigo movie yeah. um is it good uh, well okay um uh, okay if you are looking for 
uh, if you are looking for a movie to watch because you want a Wendigo movie, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we've all been there that, before. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's not that uh, it's not that good. But if you're looking for a movie to watch that has a lot of um, commentary and a lot of um, you know deep things that that's if you're looking for a movie about trauma, yeah, you should watch. It's about trauma. It's what it's about. Is it an A twenty four movie? I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a uh, movie maker house, right? I know there's another word for that, but right. But they did like <laughs> Green Knight and like Midsummer and like they oh, do yeah, all those yeah. heady like uh, you know. Yeah. Little, I know what you're talking yeah. about now. I know I know what you're referencing. Um, not necessarily. No, I mean it. It almost is, but it kind of is. It like they put a lot of focus and things that um, you know, it really you blink and you miss it. But a mm. lot of of themes that they were trying to drive home that you know do add to the story, but you don't necessarily need it to follow the story. Um, you know, but then it just shows how very, very art house it actually was. Now the, the creature itself, um, looks amazing. Um, but in, in, in the take on it is weird, but like, you know, you're talking about something like the Wendigo, which is strictly a native American thing. For sure. And there was only one native American man in the movie for like five seconds. And that's that's it. That's unfortunate. That's not seven. Yeah. Oh, total. Right. (laughs) I mean, so they, they probably had like, you know. 17% 17% of the population and it's so I mean yeah. good for <laughs> terrible. that That's I shouldn't laugh at that but you're right um no I mean it's you know I guess so I mean I just felt like there was definitely a missed opportunity there um you know but then again I'm coming at it from from you know an investigator's perspective and somebody mm-hmm. that's you know looked really a lot into the lore it wasn't bad um there's definitely been worse depictions in Hollywood it's probably it's the best Wendigo movie that's out there it's not a bad I'm gonna say it's a bad movie it's not um just that i feel like a lot of people are hyping it up and it, it's it's oh, way overhyped and so okay. go into it with that just have fun with it i'll watch it again as a matter of fact i've watched it three times this whole wow weekend. three times wow, wow. <laughs> well i'll tell you it's because with I have three different guests anymore. that you had over at your apartment yeah oh yeah yeah you had, you had one movie from Redbox. you had one movie from Redbox, and you kept inviting dudes over and been like hey you want to watch Alerts? <laughs> That was exactly that's yes, my weekend. I, come on, I've done this with you for how many years now? I know how you fucking operate. Right, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So no, I had, a, I had a really hard time. Uh, <laughs> I had a really hard time keeping. Tra- I, re- I had a hard time tracking it, and um, because I was being a bit overly critical, so I was trying to pay attention to the details. And like mm-hmm. something would happen, I'd like look away for a second, and something would happen, and I'd be like, "What the fuck just happened? And what what happened?" And it turns out it was nothing. I didn't miss anything. Um, so <laughs> it was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> anyway um so that's that's what i did this weekend um that was really it jeremiah anything exciting that that you did this weekend well uh let's see so the main thing was uh we had that storm come through oh yeah and like we got like 14 inches of snow it was the most snow iowa has gotten since 2009 so like it was relatively rough like uh it was a team effort. Uh, we were working on it for about two and a half hours. And then like, after that, I was just like, totally like, Oh, this is terrible. And like, got to go back to the chiropractors when they open. Um, so pretty much just hanging out. Like, uh, we had the day off today, which was nice. So watch that. Uh, remember the Charlie Brown movie that came out a few years ago? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the most recent one. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's the one, uh, I guess the one that was in the- theaters and like, it's a pretty yeah, solid CGI movie. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. It is. It is. It is pretty good, actually. Um, you know, I I did enjoy that one. Well, that's good. That sounds easy. We've been having. Uh, yeah. We're in. Uh, we've been in what they've been calling a weather donut here in Ohio. Oh. And so uh, somebody had mentioned they were like, 
I, I, I like posted a picture or something and one of my my internet friends was like is it not snowing there it was drew schmidt actually he was like is it not snowing there i was like listen it was like 70 degrees on christmas like it has yeah, for real snowed here like at yeah. all and so uh it, it finally did now granted I, i'd say we probably have maybe three inches right now which is i mean it's a good snow right but mm-hmm. you know that's about it and so mm-hmm. we've just been vegging out at home yeah i'm right between you guys in illinois and we got a light dusting oh, at best we got nothing yeah it just it went south of us it just went listen to us sitting here talking about the weather like a couple of men but like yeah a lot of regional content for the ohio uh for the great lakes area <laughs> but uh no it uh um yeah we 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 had we had i don't know it was like in the 20s and 30s i don't know when, we, when mm-hmm. i left the house today i was like this is parade weather you know like, it wasn't too bad it's parade day, St. Okay. Patrick's Day parade weather. How do you know oh, you got you three go. Midwesterners on the same podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> exactly. Did it snow? Oh yeah, it snowed. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's a really good point. Um, so I do want to bring up something before I get like deep into the news here. I want to bring up something kind of anecdotal that was brought to my attention over the weekend, and um, you know, it, being the youngest one here, it makes me feel old as fuck, and. Uh, but somebody had brought up the fact that, like, you know, the Flintstones, right? The Flintstones. Mm-hmm. Yep. To, to kids nowadays, kids don't know who the fuck the Flintstones are. The Flintstones now are strictly characters from a cereal box or from vitamins. Just depends on what kind of childhood you've got going on. But they don't actually, there is no new Flintstones content. Like, there's no context behind that's the cereal. Weird. Yeah, that's Isn't weird. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I got to say that, that, uh, vitamin marketing is like incredibly resilient i can't think of any like partnership like like you know like think about it like it's like just a whole like license like oh yeah we're gonna make we're gonna do this and then it not only outlasts like it outlasts the series by god knows how many decades yeah but every reboot revival or movie or nothing but those they still make those fucking vitamins you know it's crazy oh they hold up they're great are they exceptionally good? Like, I don't even, I know they taste good. I remember, like, as a kid, like, eat, popping them like candy. But, like, I, I don't know if they're necessarily, like, as far as vitamins go, like, top tier. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are. I, t- I actually, um, I took them during my pregnancy. Uh, they told me I could take Flintstone vitamins instead of prenatals. It's the same stuff. I did. I you took feel like going through pregnancy. contractions and you're like, we are Flintstones kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten million strong and growing. That's <laughs> is what it is no it was uh uh but no it just it blew my mind you know what i mean like these these kids just have no idea i mean i guess you could show your kids the flintstones but even like have Mm -hmm. you watched the flintstones as an adult like it's not very kid friendly (laughs) i I know there was commercials with them smoking that like they always bust oh yeah those are yeah that's wild yeah Yeah, i mean and it is i mean so i mean it's pretty it's it's neat to check it out it's interesting well i mean hey this fits the the theme of the podcast one of the things that the flintstones did that i always thought was interesting as fuck is the great kazoo where they bring in ancient ancient alien uh astronaut theory where like they introduce us the idea that aliens may have visited cave people and influenced their uh development and that was something that i was exposed to at a very young age and it was probably yeah. the only type of media that was you know that and scooby-doo like embracing the paranormal like i don't think oh, it was necessarily, right. necessarily done intentional but you know. no wonder why we all we grew up fucking weirdos that makes sense now <laughs> and a barbera there you go for real for real 
It was. Oh well, that, that you're right. That is very topical. Remember when the Flintstones met the Jetsons? That was oh, yeah. the best. Wasn't that the craziest shit ever? That's like the best crossover of all time. Like, I don't care who you are. That's the best one. Freddy versus oh, oh, Jason. Wait, wait, wait. Jason? No. Can I also give you the Jetsons. most amazing crossover of all time? Okay. Is the uh, did you ever see the cartoon where it's like all the cartoons from across the entire cartoon universe oh, get together races? and they're like, and they're like, don't do drugs, but it's like it's Alf <laughs> hanging out with the Ninja Turtles, hanging out with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm serious. This thing exists. Yes. You have to find it and watch it. It is so good. There don't is <laughs> Kyle Mooney, who's an SNL writer yes. actor. Yes. Did you see the TV thing that he did for Netflix? I saw the trailer for it and I was like, this is so amazing. They do an episode that's, that's that with, cause he comes up with his own Saturday morning, (laughs) like, 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 uh, I I don't know, like channel five, well, NBC would have it for, I guess I'm being too regional, but he, he has like a half dozen of his own Saturday morning cartoons that you see like five minute snippets of. And then once you get familiarized with all of them, they do Mm -hmm. the drug episode where they combine different characters oh, and it, it clashes yes. just as much as you remember the old one clashing. Oh. And that whole thing that he did, like I was watching that when I first came home from the hospital and was on fucking drugs. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's totally worth checking out. It's very, it's very surreal. I, I don't know if you can okay. necessarily binge it, but it's definitely worth the watch. Wow. I was going to say the best part of those drug old drug PSAs are watching them while you do drugs. That's, that's <laughs> what they're good for. Um, but anyway, Flintstone so, uh, vitamins you're talking about, right? right. Flintstone vitamins, yeah. 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 Tie it <laughs> back to where we can't. Um, no, that's really all. That was really all my bit about it was that you're right. So Flintstones have survived because Flintstones knew when they ran the gambit on on what they had, and mm-hmm. they created something else. They rebranded, and now they're alive in, in cereal and vitamins. So, um, good yeah. for them. Good for yeah. them. Um, another more more topical more topical than actual news. Um, is that there has now been a new 3D map created of the universe. What? Um, oh, yeah. And this new 3D map that's been created, um, now it showcases 8 million galaxies, Whoa. which is double what we had mapped previously. Um, so here, I'm going to try to explain this in a way that, that people can, can understand it, but it's, it's hard um so the way that they map the universe is through um oh my god what's it called it's like red signal or red red wave or something like that i can't remember red something and they measure the universe with light okay so they have a big telescope that can sense light and like the directions that it's coming from so once it it spots a portion of light i'm sorry not spots a portion of light the light travels to our planet okay Hmm. and light travels not as quickly as we believe in space and then it pings off the satellite and they go oh there's something over that way we don't necessarily know what it is we just assume that it's galaxies um so that is already very weird so what's even weirder is that like by the time we discover that 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 planet that universe that galaxy that that part of the universe exists it's already been like billions and billions of years oh man Wow. Exi- right, right. Big concept. <clears throat> so again, and we, I, I said, there's eight, eight billion galaxies. Or I'm sorry, was it eight billion or eight million? No, eight million galaxies. Yeah. My bad. Eight million galaxies <laughs> mapped out. We are one planet on one solar in one solar system in one galaxy. It's crazy. Right? 
it's crazy. So, you know, that just kind of leads more evidence to the fact that we're probably not the only people here, right? I mean, we're not the only intelligent life form here. It's almost, I mean, that many possibilities out there. It's almost impossible. Um, but it still calls the question, I and mean, people wonder, you know, the, the big question is not whether or not there's alien life, but whether or not they're visiting us, which, you know, with that many possibilities, I don't know. I think it's, it might be good chances. But, um, you know, I thought that that was interesting. Really cool stuff. If you're really into that, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to get in all the physics and stuff of it. Um, but this is a project that they're going to be doing now for the next five years with the specific satellite and this new map. And definitely they're going to try to expand on that and see if they can find more and see more. But um, like yeah. I said, by the time that light hits us and we know it's even there, it's already been. And I mean, that planet has already been a thing. It's already been in progress. It's already been doing its thing. So the possibilities are amazing. Wow. That's crazy. That just doesn't sound right to me. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, dude, if if it was that big out there and that expansive, why are a handful of people reporting like infrequent encounters with like the same four fucking alien races it should be like the star wars cantina you know what i mean like there should be that that sounds like there should be an abundance of life not just like grays and praying mantises and reptilians and nordics you know what i mean it's not like think of like like what you just said like the the, the enormity of what you just described how are or, we how are we not inundated with alien life or you could look at it the other way where it's like so asher's is like eight million galaxies out there we're one planet in a galaxy of eight million galaxies it's amazing that anyone's found us at all i don't know it's like either way is crazy like blows your mind right we are an absolute drop in the bucket but pat i know what you're saying but pat think of it this way okay if some of these theories about some of these cryptids, because some people believe that mm. some of these cryptids are actually not cryptids, but they're uh, like an alien race. Oh, and weird. even things like ghosts, you know, some people don't believe that ghosts are dead people. They think that, you know, it's more of an intelligent other set of species. So you're not talking about four different species of alien, not to mention there's way more. I mean, there's tons. I, tons I, of things just, I, I just meant I read a, a non-million number like you know a relatively small real, well, real, yeah and they're very and there very well could be you know it's just that we have to look at what the possibilities are like we're not really looking outside of the box in the way of like mm-hmm. french sciences because when you look at things like mothman that's obviously an alien then you got things like the flatwoods monster that looks like nothing else you've ever seen but, but then even all these creatures that traveled here and no, none of them have ever like established contact because we are most are more than most likely we are very very infantile compared to them why would they i'm pretty sure the dolphins have been trying and we just can't understand it i grew up playing eco the dolphin i have a well, spot for right, dolphin dude. theory That's yes. a good thing. yeah you, you can sell me on that i'll buy that yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll talk about dolphins one time. you know but yeah i mean and also yeah maybe they haven't maybe they just haven't found us yet i mean who knows who knows it's just um, when you talk in numbers that big like there's certain, and, I, and this is something that we've talked about on the show before, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I think there's certain, if you keep all all this paranormal and all this high strangeness in a certain, I mean, even that we need to keep in a certain box for us to wrap our minds around it, right? Sure. But when you start Absolutely. talking about millions and millions and millions of fucking galaxies and universes and shit, it almost gets too big for, mm. for you to properly conceptualize and for you to keep your logic intact. 
You know what I mean? Like it gets too warped and you're like, wait a minute. Like it's that big. It's that expansive. There's that many potential. There's that much potential for life. There's that much potential for intelligent life. You know what I mean? More advanced than us that could easily find us. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't, I think the math is wrong. I'm not, I'm not arguing with the story. I'm just saying like, it blows my mind when you talk Mm -hmm. about numbers that big. It is. And I mean, and we've been saying that, I mean, you're, you're talking about these things, but again, the concept is that we are third dimensional, third dimensional creatures in an infinite dimensional world. An infinite, there's an, I know like on paper, we'll say there's 10. That's what we say. There's 10 dimensions, but realistically there's, once you hit the 10th, it's, it's infinity. And that's what that means in the terms of, of the, you know, physics community. And so if we're only number three there, then yeah, there are possibilities way, way, way beyond us that we can't comprehend. We just can't. We never will. Right. We're not made to, you know. So, um, but no, I mean, no, great points though. I mean, really, it, it definitely gets you thinking, you know, it makes you feel very small. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know, right? oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to, I thought that that was fun to, to, to bring up and, and uh, you know, I made, made for some pretty good banter there. Um, but, uh, you know, we're not, we're not here so much to talk about, um, those kinds of topics today. Um, you know, obviously where we have a guest for a reason, um, Jeremiah, what, uh, you want to tell people, I, you know, I kind of gave a little intro for you, but you want to tell people who you are and what you do and. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> so my name is Jeremiah. I am a podcast host of a podcast called Bigfoot Society, where I interview, uh, different people that have something to do with the cryptozoology field. Uh, and that could be people from Bigfoot researchers to people that make stuff on Etsy to authors uh, all over the place. It could be researchers you've never heard of. I like having people that are like really new to the scene and sure. like catch them before, you know, they, they get big. That's always a fun thing. Um and uh, yeah, I just kind of, let's see, I've been doing this podcast for a few years. Uh, I got really bored when the pandemic started, like everyone else. And sure. there were a lot of podcasts started. But uh, yeah, I just kind of like started, uh, keep, kept on pushing. And like, uh, it's amazing what kind of uh, the the guests I've been able to talk to so far. And like, we were able to set up a booth at the Van Meter Visitor Festival and uh, plan to go to CryptidCon this year and uh, be at the, the Van Meter Visitor Festival again because uh, it's like 20 minutes away from me. So got to do that. But yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. You know, and uh, I, you know, I, I listen to Bigfoot Society. Um, Thank you. We met through actually because you you are the official father of the um, the Cryptozoology Club on Clubhouse that we talk about. We talk about yeah. it all the time on the show because I'm I'm on it all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's, so if you if you guys like this, I, I keep telling you stop sleeping on Clubhouse. You it's, you it's do really you cool. do find your way on an awful lot of panels. <laughs> I do. Um, is she so good? Actually, yeah, that's what it is. You got one coming up this Thursday, actually, don't you? Yeah, you're right. I almost God, I almost forgot about it. Actually, this Thursday I have a back to back. Um, I, I I do. I Oof. I don't I don't know why I did that to myself, but I love it. It's fine. Mm. Um, but Thursday, I and God, I think, ooh, Jesus, I think it's at eight Eastern. I don't know. I'll let you guys know for sure. I'm on uh, Instagram Live with uh, Aaron D's from Hey Strangeness. Oh heck yes. Um, which has been a great time. I've had, a, you know, he does it. Well, he's been doing it at minimum once a week, sometimes more. Um, but he, you know, he does these Instagram lives and plus, Hey Strangest. I mean, 
you know you guys have heard him on the show before he, he's great the show's great they're so you know, good him so and good. sarah are just i love them that was so precious um <clears throat> so i definitely recommend them um but <laughs> and then after after that at 9 30 eastern I'm, i'll be on cryptocasters talking yep. about um exactly this uh 40 and podcasting so and jeremiah will be there also so check yes that out. i will it'll be um, awesome um yeah it'll, yeah it'll be a great time the clubhouse thing is really cool because it's like if people it, it's literally like how this podcast is but if you think about like the people that you like to watch in documentary cryptid documentaries and listen to on podcasts but they're like hanging out with you there and you can actually like create meaningful relationships with them because like you're talking through audio oh. it's audio only and it's just a really cool experience so I've met some really great people over there. We've oh heard goodness, some, yeah. we've had some really awesome people jump in and share their stories. And, uh, you know, it, it is quite the experience and, and mm -hmm. they've done, they've done a little bit more now with it. It's not as exclusive as it used to be. Right. Um, you know, you can do playbacks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, which is all the more reason to, to join because even if you miss it now, you can go back and, and re-listen to it. But, um, no, it's, it's really good. I mean, so you, you jumped on this clubhouse thing. I mean, you're really good about keeping up with, with the trends, you know, how do you, how do you do? I mean, um, I mean, I can't remember how I, um, well, I, I watch a lot of like entrepreneurial stuff like Gary Smart. V and, um, I think it was one of those shows where it was like, Hey, this thing is coming up. It's really hard to get into, but it's going to be, there's some really good, um, you know, opportunities for, for creating relationships and stuff. And so it took me like a month to try to get a connection to get in there. And okay. then I had to like Nick Fury, everyone, like literally build the cryptid community from the ground level. Cause there was nothing, there was alien community, like crazy on it. There are oh, no yeah. cryptid stuff at all. So I was like, Hey, give me your phone numbers because i gotta have it so i can give you a beta invite and it was really sketchy yeah. but like like it worked and now anyone can join it which is really nice but like at the beginning it was really cool because we would have like a small group and then like uh rob Lowe popped into our room one night and oh, yeah. he was like hey i like the the uh legend of boggy creek and here's why and i was like this is rob Lowe, no way but we don't have a recording of that so but, uh, yeah. yeah well it wasn't really and you were doing i mean you were recording things for bigfoot society from clubhouse and it was really wasn't it really primitive i'm not sure exactly how you recorded it all but um so i have a device called a zoom p4 a podtrack p4 and it allows me to connect to my phone and get the audio from it and then i can record that directly to an sd card on the device well, you don't have to do that anymore now. Yeah, it, that's true. It's built right into the thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyone can do it, really. <laughs> it is It is nice. And you just, like I said, you really have no idea. You know, sometimes we've had some really very deep conversations, very, you know, very much full of critical thinking and, and science and, and amazingness. And like I said, oh, fresh man. stories. And yeah. And, and sometimes Tate gets on there. And I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I love Tate, but he is like, it's he's funny <laughs> you never know what's going to come out of his mouth it's awesome exactly um, but yeah the room you led the one night where it was like the story room and like oh yeah there was uh the uh the native american gentleman who was telling us like oh yeah old like legend tales and stuff and then like um the gentleman who uh was in the military yeah and, um he had yep. bigfoot encounters i'll leave it vague there 
sure um no that that was probably the best room i've ever heard in my life like that was oh, yeah. an amazing room you would it so. was it was and it just and people just kept i mean coming up i mean it was probably probably the yeah. biggest room we we had had oh, on for the sure, club yeah. and yeah. then also just such diversity in it and you know again these people just you know they're just they, they weren't part of the cryptozoology club they just they found it and they came mm -hmm. on and and you know that's the best part when you have things like that happen you'll totally. get trolls and things but oh that's I the mean, best yeah you know not very often but but yeah i mean so you i mean that's kind of that's um now become one of your your things like i said they have under your belt that you you've created i mean like i said this this is your club i mean i know you've given it to the people but you know but, th but that's how we connected and um i was invited by uh sarah cooper from the american mm -hmm. stanley gas museum oh, to yeah. come and talk on uh what was it them days and gays yeah and oh, i forgot about that done. show yeah that yeah. was that was that show probably i mean I, I don't know how to say it but it like there are conversations on that show that have never been made talked about in the cryptozoology community like that was a really groundbreaking show i think yeah yeah. It was. It, it was. It, was it uh, you know focused on that niche niche community. Yeah. That now you know cryptozoology has been kind of starting to you know, um, kind of be the the mascot for um you know and so it's it's very it was very interesting but mm. but you know they had me on they wanted to talk about and I'd never used Clubhouse before they wanted to talk about uh like I, I think it was like obscure cryptids or something like that yeah it was like that a regional cryptid something weird like that yeah and I I brought up the Van Meter visitor. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah texted me and she was like, Oh my god, Jeremiah loves you. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> it was like everybody's freaking out. Oh my god. You did an amazing job. Like uh one of I would say it is top three retellings of it, and Wait, one of those good. includes Chad Lewis. So <laughs> Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, the other, you the, know other th the other one is the campfires, uh campfire tales of the stream. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They did and they, they did an awesome episode yeah, on it. And really um good. Uh, you know, and I and I, I definitely it's on the list for for doing an episode over here, um. But but from the man himself, from the um the biggest supporter of the Van Meter Visitor, Jeremiah, do you want to enlighten people on what this thing is, or just a a quick retelling of the story, or? Yeah, let me try to do. Oh man, this is this will be a good experiment because I've never done the quick summary of it before. But sure. Okay, so uh, Van Meter is a. A uh, small town on the outskirts of West Des Moines or central Iowa. And uh, it's a very small town, about uh, 1,500 people current standards. Uh, back in 1903, there was a five-day period where the townspeople kept seeing a interesting figure at different parts of the town, usually around Main Street. And this was usually around 1 to 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh through the five days, you start to find out that uh, it's a winged creature. It's about, uh, I want to say, uh, eight feet tall. Uh, it's got huge bat-like wings. It's got a horn on top of its head that shines out light. It, sh it, uh, it has a, a smell as a defense mechanism. Um, it, uh, it, has a, uh, it likes to perch on top of the telephone pole on Main Street. Uh, it, it was seen um, going down the pole using its beak like a parrot. Um, it, it was heard making gasping, croaking type retching noises. Um, and it has a three-toed footprint that one of the gentlemen was able to make track casts of. Uh, fast forward to one night, it was uh, scared out of downtown by the train whistle, the mail train, uh, the 
there's a coal mine at the outskirts of Van Meter. It gets uh, pretty much scared into that. Um, and then the coal mine workers or the workers out there, they start hearing these crazy sounds uh, from the mine shaft. Uh, the quote from the register, the Des Moines uh, paper is that it's like Satan and his imps coming forth for a battle. That's a the direct quote. Uh, pretty much that night, and so this is the last night. Uh, the sound gets worse and worse, and then um, they are uh, they're like, "What's this sound?" And there's another visitor that shows up with the the big. Some people think it's like the mama visitor or the daddy visitor, you know. So there's two of them. And the, the workers are like, what's going on here? And then they fly away from the mine, the two visitors. So now a posse appears and they're like, we're going to take out the visitor, right? And the mini visitor. So the visitors show back up at 6 a.m. the next morning. And uh, the quote from the paper is that uh, the posse fires enough bullets to sink the Spanish fleet. Of course, each time you've got a gun fired at it, which is multiple times throughout the story, does never hurts the visitor. Uh, so the visitors freak out. They make crazy noises. They do the smell defense mechanism again. They fly down the mine shaft to escape, never to be seen again. In this part of the story, there are weird, uh, uh, weird sightings throughout the year. But in that part of the story, in 1903, that's the last time the visitors are actually ever seen. And it's a, I mean, it's a wild. And the people that were seeing this mm -hmm. thing, it wasn't just like the town drunk. No, this is like town fathers uh, high up in the Masonic Lodge, stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah. The doc the, I believe the doctor. Doctor. doctor uh, banker. Bank manager. Yeah. These are guys that have a lot to lose if they if they were to open their mouths. Right. And yeah. then, of course, this posse. And you're talking about, you know, a group of all these people. That, that's all I oh, yeah. that shoot at it. Oh, yeah. You know, nothing. It, it really reminds me a lot of the, uh, we have the Crosswick monster here in Ohio. And it was kind of mm. very similar, except it was like, okay. a, I don't know if it, how many people have heard of this, but it, it was like more like a uh, giant salamander type thing um, that tried to attack two boys. And they oh. ran back, told their father, their father happened to be, actually, he was the town drunk. He was at the bar. And, uh, but he gathered everybody in the bar and they all went and tried to hunt it down. They all saw it. It was inside of this tree, but it climbed down climbed into a nearby cavern and mm -hmm. nobody and, and they actually waited on the other side for it it never came out um oh. of either side and that was the only time anybody's ever seen it and so <laughs> you know but um you know of course it, it could have been you know this was also in the early 1900s so it okay. could have just been something that people yeah. weren't you know yeah. they didn't have google back then you know it could have been a giant sound yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you know? um but but not a lot of uh actual animals that, that we got classified today um, you know, have a, a horn that shoots out of, you know, light, you know, from its head. So, um, you know, and they're not, they don't, they just don't look like that. Um, so, yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know. It is a very fascinating, um, you know, of course, I, I ran across Van, the Van Meter Visitor because I'm, you know, doing the Mothman thing, digging into mm -hmm, you know, flying mm -hmm. humanoids and, yep. and things like that, um, which I've heard a lot of people wonder if it could, could or couldn't be the same thing or, Oh yeah. yeah, there's so. a hypothesis that someone brings up at the festival every. And sorry, I forgot to mention there's a festival that happens last yeah. weekend of September every year where uh, the town celebrates the story of the visitor and there's speakers and it's really it's a good time. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, um, it's uh, a lot of people. Well, there's always a few people that are like, well, what if the visitor flew off and then like, or it like went through the cave system and ended up in 
and uh point pleasant and like that was the mothman i'm like uh i don't know like yeah. it doesn't really fit the, i'm not gonna like say no but i'm also gonna say <laughs> look at the descriptions like you know right yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean they both had wings that was really the only yeah, similarity yeah. and they were weird i mean they're weird right they don't they don't fit our science but mm -hmm. you know other than that they don't look alike at all and I, i'd agree with yeah. that um you know it's mothman's more of a human thing and looks like a humanoid rather than a you know this thing kind of in all right. the depictions of it it's it's more like a pterodactyl type thing with a horn on its head oh for sure for sure and, yeah uh, you know with the big the big beak and everything um but you know how did you how did you come across was it because you were already a weirdo into the weird or was it because of well something else? um let's see so 20 uh a while back uh 20 i'm is around 2016 ish okay. i used to work at the apple store in um the local mall and uh so a lot of good friends there and we're all into a lot of weird stuff right so we we're reading the paper and there was a little blurb it was like uh cryptid festival in van meter and about the visitor i was like what is this and i was talking to her i was like have you guys heard of this and they're like no so we were looking into it and we're like we're just gonna go my friend uh matt and andrew and uh so we go out there and check it out it was amazing like it was such a fun story and it was like only 20 minutes away and like i'd always been kind of into the weird stuff because like i used to watch in search of a series yeah. with my dad and like the documentaries and like unsolved mysteries and stuff and like so always kind of into the weird stuff but like it, it went away for a bit and then came back after a while when i got older now it's really back you know now it's like might be an issue <laughs> it's never going away <laughs> just again uh, yeah <laughs> i said too much um but uh so we it actually it was cool the first festival we went to my buddy andrew was actually um involved with small town monsters he was filming some interviews for uh, the terror in the skies documentary Okay. And um, so he had I I was there just watching off to the side and they was interviewing like Chad Lewis and um, yeah. Steve Ward, stuff like that. And he was at the last minute. Andrew was like, hey, you should be the guy who like uh, gets them to talk about certain things. And there's a term for it. I, I can't remember the term, but I was like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. I, I guess I'll try it. And so that was really what made me like kind of planted the seed of like getting into like interviewing uh, and how fun it was in talking to people. And like, um, it was just really cool because all of a sudden I was in this situation where I was like, Oh, now I can like think of the things to, to get that information out of the person. And it was, yeah. yeah, like a, a lot of Bigfoot society goes back to that, that first, uh, festival, uh, in the, the filming of the interviews before that festival. So it's like very, the visitor is very tied into the whole podcast. It's, it's a weird back and forth thing. And you're crushing it with the podcast. Like you started in 2019, and it's been almost a weekly podcast that whole entire time. I mean, there's been a couple breaks, but like you're cranking out the content. Um, yeah, thanks, man. You know, we brought up the clubhouse stuff earlier. You an earlier adopter of that, and what blows my mind is <laughs> the uh, how efficiently you crush TikTok. And like I go on TikTok, like, first of all, no one else is on fucking. I, I shouldn't say that. As far as like in the crypto community goes, the people that we know, there's not yeah. people on crypt on TikTok. I go on TikTok. I follow you. I follow my daughter. I follow Alicia Silverstone, and I follow Lance Bass. And it's like, 
That's awesome. It, it just blows my mind that like <laughs> this guy's on fucking TikTok every other day. Like you are not well. Well, yes. It, maybe you, it seems but, like it because I don't go on it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I've got enough. So whenever I go on, it's like there's always a couple of your videos kind of queued up. Um, if I not, was on TikTok every day, I would be crushing it like Bigfoot Anonymous big time. That's the other one I follow on there too. Holy mackerel, that gentleman has hustle like you wouldn't believe. Oh man, and I love Connor. Ooh. He's so he's so nice. So that's what he's I mean. Like nice. there isn't a you are you are not a warehouse. You are a factory. You are making things constantly, um, and you know you obviously have a lot of hustle. What's it all building towards? What's what's your? Is it just the podcast? Is there something else you want to go into? Is there? Uh, is it just you? You know, you're trying yeah. to take the joke as far as you can take it and see what happens next. <laughs> I don't mean I don't, and I don't mean that it's no. I get it. I, yeah, like something. I get it. Yeah, because it's like um, I'll be honest, like. And that is such a that's a that's a weird way to look at it, but I think it makes sense because it's like I think there's a type of person where you you're like, I wonder if I could make I'm that kind I of wonder person. if I, I could talk to Cliff yes. Ferrothen. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if I could actually talk to Cliff? And then it happens and you're like, Okay, this okay. is weird. uh <laughs> it's it's the same thing, like I shared this on Twitter the other day where I found I was driving Uber a few years ago. And I found um, I was in the sculpture garden downtown and I found a VIP uh, uh, wristband to a music festival that was happening the same weekend. And I could have thrown it away, but then I was like, but what if I tried to go to the festival? <laughs> and then, so I went in the festival. I was like, I wonder if it'll work. And it's a wristband. Of course it's going to work. So I get in there. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. And then I'm like, uh, but it's not cool enough. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the front. Okay, cool. Oh, there's a VIP area. I wonder if I can go in there. Oh, I can go in there. Okay, cool. So now I'm in this VIP area. Oh, this is kind of boring. And Wiz Khalifa is on stage. Well, maybe I could go up next to the stage. Let's see what happens. And I get up to the stage. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of interesting. So I'm like hanging out there next to the stage, Wiz Khalifa. And this is back in the day when like he was like a really big deal, you know? And um <laughs> Like these bouncers started running at me, and like I un I had my arms folded, and I unfolded my arms at the last second, and they just saw the wristband. They're like, "Whoa, whoa this guy's cool. Never mind," because like they just saw this like dad guy hanging out by Wiz Khalifa, wearing like New Balances in a polo. But so that long story to say, like, yeah, some of it, Pat, is like, I I do like seeing. Okay, can I get to the next level? Like, right? You know, it's like a video game, but it's not. But I also like really really appreciate being able to talk to like my heroes in the field and like have like like i've had some really cool meaningful relationships come out of it and um what's it building to pat is the question right it's like well sometimes so you don't I, even know sometimes you're just kind of following the flow of the universe well and, I kinda, and seeing I where know. it takes you and then sometimes you have a destination in mind and you're like well this is kind of what i would like to do this is so uh, my my main goal is like a goal has always been i want to help build a community where it's people can be into something weird like cryptozoology but also like feel like they're respected and not have to be like oh i'm gonna be made fun of because i think bigfoot is cool or whatever like mm -hmm. and i've done that through things like i feel like i've definitely done that through clubhouse um or things like uh the instagram or like it's just it's fun to try to build communities like or like uh you know the patreon different things like that 
Um, eventually one day I would love to get to the point where like I can focus on this a hundred percent and, um, I, it is definitely doable. It's, it's just how long it'll take to get to that point. And like, um, yeah, that's, that's the most I can. <laughs> no, I think that's a really good yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave I, it I at that. I think it makes but, a lot you know, of sense. Yeah, yeah. I know that, uh, you know, me personally, like, you know, do I have an in an end goal? I, I guess, yeah. I mean, well, the documentary. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, there's well, there, that's the beginning, not the end. You know, there, there, so. there's a bit, there's a something right outside of what you're doing right now that's on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't know. Yeah, and that always is, and that always changes depending on, yeah, on the milestones I, I, that I hit. I didn't know if he had a book or a movie in the works or another oh, mount, okay. another mountain that he was trying to climb. You know what I mean? Because he's been so um, dude. Like I'll tell you right now, that Patreon. Those fucking membership cards, that is genius. I I knew a band when I when I was back in the early two thousands, right? This band, the Manic. Yeah. They came out with these t shirts that said, I hate emo. And everybody <laughs> wanted one of those fucking t shirts. They sold more right, t shirts exactly. than they ever did records, but they had a product that was cool that everyone kind of wanted. I want one of those things in my wallet. That's a that's what I mean. Like you obviously have a knack for this. You know what I mean? Like you 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 see trends yeah, and you yeah, come yeah, up yeah. with cool shit. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm just wondering, like, you know, hey, what else you got? What's next? So, <laughs> like, and that's really what I found in, like, a lot of this is through, like, you know, talking um, talking with my, my wife about, because she has an interesting viewpoint because she's not really into cryptozoology, but she also is, like, very smart when it comes to business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of this is just, like, what would – so imagine like i'm this is before the podcast and like what would i really like what would have what kind of group would i have liked to come come in i'm like i would have really dug having like a super cool uh membership card you know and like something special like that and like yeah so (laughs) the thing about the membership card is like and and pat you'll you yours is coming um but like (laughs) literally so I'm going to start going to different things. And the idea is like, when you see me at the thing, and if you have the card, you can be like, Hey, I got the card. And like, I'll give you something cool. Like I have the thing. Like this is, I haven't really talked about this a lot. That's a but, great idea. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, Cause I haven't, I haven't said it yet to anyone. Oh, okay. So this is like <laughs> world premiere. This is a big deal. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but like, if you, this will be an item where it is very like the only way to get it literally is um to be like hey jeremiah how's it going and then the card you know and it's like yeah it's kind of a cool idea right so listen i will be at CryptidCon with my card in hand the first fucking one oh yeah for sure (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot of crypto people out there making t-shirts and fanny packs but no one's no one's doing shit like this and i'm telling you this is the there's a difference and that's why that's why I want to pick this guy's brain because this is this is something different, and so, this yeah. is going to be huge. This is this this is going to be huge. That this dude is on this dude's on TikTok. I mean, like this guy, he's a normal looking guy, right? True. <laughs> so, like Asher's, you should be on TikTok. No offense, I'm not trying to like 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 draw a line between you guys here, but like think about no, people Asher's in the would kill it. Yeah, oh, but but that's the thing is that she's not like the girls aren't doing it, but this guy is, and he's doing it and he's doing it well, and like you look at that and you're like that guy's unstoppable. That guy, you know what I mean? Like this is the and and 
the what you did with the clubhouse thing i know so thank you back to that but like you know what i mean like in that was you started something there you you legitimately started something there and a lot of people are very good at being a part of things but it's a different type of person that starts things and you started something there exactly that's why it's like what dude what you know what i'd hate to put you on the spot with like what's next but like you know. I mean, well, and, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. You know, I definitely have a lot more questions, you know, um, b- before we hit the, you know, that end point, um, <clears throat> you know, so I mean, going back to, you know, we, like I said, we, we talked about the band meter visitor, which you have to, you can't have Jeremiah on your show without talking about it. Right. Um, Actually, uh, I, I'll tell you, one of the big end games is that everyone makes amazing fan meter visitor content, which is actually coming to fruition. And like, there was an episode. I want to say the episode on Expedition X was because it was I hyped it to death. Maybe. I would agree I with know. that. I think I think maybe. But so so you so Jeremiah definitely wants so that's one of the end games. He wants the band meter yeah. visitor um exposure. Yeah, so, yeah, it's <laughs> really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what it is. All it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just the hype up. But the show isn't called the, the show isn't called Van Meter Visitor Society. The show's called Bigfoot Society. So yeah, I know. Isn't that um, weird? Obviously, you know, aren't you the Bigfoot guy? I mean, is that? Well, so, I, Asher's, I struggle with the name so much because it's like, I can't even remember what I was thinking when I, I think I was like, this will look cool or this will sound cool. <laughs> or like, I was looking at keywords kind of, I was like, a lot of people like, Bigfoot, I mean, it's the most yeah, accessible totally. it's the most accessible one i mean and my bigfoot episodes do the the best like you yeah. know obviously because like a lot of people like bigfoot and i don't right. know it just and then greg made that uh amazing like logo which is, is so good <laughs> oh yeah greg oh, is yeah. the best he, oh, yeah. he rocks with the crypto casters on clubhouse greg, oh yeah oh, oh, we talk about greg all the time on the oh, show we, sure. we're, we're always um you know rubbing his uh ego or whatever Whoa. is that is that how you say that <laughs> stroking his ego whatever <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> but anyway um no we we love greg uh you know all, all the weird on instagram um oh, yeah. he's always he's he's like second in command uh, of, the, of the cryptozoology club on clubhouse and uh he kept you know, it going he kept it going for sure oh yeah oh yeah he he's keeping does. it going yep. you know he's he's great um but you know and, and it's not it's not a bad idea you know what i mean people that are looking to get into cryptozoology what's the most record when you say cryptid what do you think of bigfoot mm-hmm. right and right. so if somebody just goes on yep. apple Podcasts and yep. they search and they just type in bigfoot mm-hmm. you're probably the first one that pops up to be honest um you know or at least- i'm getting high higher up the list definitely yeah. yeah, we just Jeremiah said right. he's You're getting right. high right now, so Whoa. that's we can get random people that search. Oh, no, don't make that clip. <laughs> we, we we get the random listeners that are searching for the word Wednesday. That's who we get. You know what I mean? Oh. If, you, if you go yeah, on that's awesome, you're searching dude. Wednesday, I think yep, we're for yep. seventeen that pop up if you search for the word. Oh, that's good. Ooh. That's good. What about the word weird? Isn't that what people are looking for? I don't know. What I do know is that if you Google on Wednesdays we pop weird we talk weird, nothing else pops up besides the show. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> nothing else does. That's great. Um, but you know, I and I agree with that. Um, you know, I, I have to. You know, I, we do the show. We also do the show. I've only missed since I've been doing the show since April. Actually, it was March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only missed one Wednesday. Only one. Wow, that's huge. I know. And so, um, you know, but, but I understand because coming up with topics week after week after week, you know, you'd think I don't run, we don't run out, we don't really run out of topics. Um, but you know, you have to think it's such a broad, like sometimes you think about stuff and you're like, 
is that weird? Like one time we did an episode about like parenting as a weirdo and stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so like you have to, oh, it, yeah. you know, so I'm sure Bigfoot society kind of puts you in a weird, I mean, you, you've, you've grown more. So like you've made a name for yourself, but I'm sure starting off with like your interviews and things like that, um, you know, was probably strange to reach out to people that did more than just Bigfoot. Um, I never really thought of that, uh, that, but it probably was, uh, <laughs> that probably had a lot of people thinking like, what is this Bigfoot guys? you know, reaching out to me. I'm not a big fan, but they never brought it up. So I just kept going, but <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask. it's like, okay. what else, you know, cause it is, it is an actual cryptozoology themed podcast. And right. I made it cryptozoology themed because I was like, I, I didn't, I was like, I gotta make it cryptozoology because it is, it allows me to bring in so many different people. If I make it just Bigfoot or like just, a certain cryptid i'm gonna run out eventually i'm gonna oh yeah um there are podcasts that that you know and shows that kill it and they're only bigfoot uh you know related but uh, i was just like i i feel if i if i do cryptozoology related i can just have all sorts of fun and then i can go through rabbit through different rabbit trails if i want to and like let's do flatwood monster or let's let's talk to an artist like keep on creeping on all sorts of cool stuff so it's just fun and 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 i think you know obviously it works you know people Mm -hmm. people listen to it i mean yeah it's uh, weird you know podcasting is not it's an interesting game you know what i mean people don't really understand um you know if if you have a hundred listeners you're doing awesome you know what i mean and so and and then it like builds from there and like obviously you know i i'd say that you know your your show is definitely one of the top within that community um you know and mm. and you can see Thank that you. looking on the charts um, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. you know looking at the charts and things but you've also had some really impressive people on mm. um you know people mm-hmm. that i'm sure you consider heroes and you know a lot of us would consider you know heroes and people yeah. grown yeah. up reading about and you know seen on tv and things like that what do, what do you think your 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 favorite moment was what do you what interview did you get and you were like oh my god this is the tops oh okay uh uh the easy well uh, there's been a few of those i would say the first big one was like was definitely uh talking to cliff uh barrickman was really yeah. cool and then um dr meldrum was really cool but then i love dr meldrum he goes on a lot of podcasts um but i still felt uh, that was really cool um also actually another cool one that was really uh D um mm, Brian Brian Seaweed and uh, uh Evan Stone from uh Destination Truth those cameramen that was really cool oh yeah uh they're yeah. they're fun dudes um I don't know I I my goal is like with every interview just to have like a really fun time and like I've never had an interview where I'm like wow that was terrible and like even the ones that that ended up kind of super weird like still have a good time and to bring something away from it that's really good and it was profitable but um the cliff one was uh actually cliff was one where i was like okay jeremiah you gotta focus and you gotta like not wig out and just like just have a cool conversation uh you know what i mean like don't like fanboy out you know what i'm saying (laughs) um that happened that happened with lyle blackburn uh and i had to be like take a second i was like breathe let's go because have you ever wigged out a celebrity 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, this happened to me in the Chicago O'Hare airport once, Pat. Oh. And uh, I found it was uh, Mike Ditka was just hanging out in there. And I was like, Mike Ditka, this is awesome. <laughs> and I was like hyped up. And it was not because of football. It was because I had just seen the movie Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. And I was like, this guy is awesome and hilarious. <laughs> so um, he looked up at me and he was like, dude, I'm just trying to play my game. And it was like one of those 1980s like battery uh, poker games. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. So after that, I've never like I've never freaked out on anyone. And yeah. I try to make it a thing where I'm like, just have a normal, cool conversation and people are people and i think like a lot of that comes through the way i try to do the podcast is it's just a normal cool conversation talk about like grateful dead with cliff berrickman and just sure. weird stuff you know so well and that's definitely i mean this community is definitely <clears throat> they're very much people you know what yeah. i mean and, oh yeah and totally that makes it easy yep. um you know because they're not you know we aren't talking about a-list celebrities you know what i mean yeah, they aren't right, us, exactly. but yeah. like <laughs> you know they're to each other in the community mm -hmm. but like you know, just as popular as, as, as they are, you know, we all have now become or we're going to be or, you That's know, whatever. Weird, right? And yeah. it's, it's, no, it's wonderful. It is weird. Um, I had that moment like a couple, probably about a month ago um, when Craig Woolheater sent me a friend request oh, on Facebook no and then messaged me, sent wow. me a message and it, it messaged me first. And I was like, oh, this is insane to me because really like, cool. I'm, I'm into this, you know, because I got into it at a young age, but one of the, one of the earliest things I remember doing was waking up every day and checking the crypto mundo website mm -hmm. and i mm -hmm. couldn't believe it and he sends me a message talking about the crypto mundo website and i'm like oh my gosh so it was it was really cool you know that was one of my this is tops moment you know and um but but, but i'll tell you i'll tell you what my favorite episode uh, my favorite interview from the bigfoot society podcast oh, okay all right cool um, it's definitely the first interview that you ever did this this horrifies me that you're bringing this stuff up because I can't remember any of them. So go ahead. Like it was they're they're bad. They're you don't really remember bad. the first one that you ever did? No, I don't. It was yourself. Oh man, it's just, I told you it's so bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was great. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, so if if we have anybody that comes on, one thing that I do like to, which I think you're the first one I've actually ever brought this up to, but like okay. I listen to Bigfoot Society, and mm -hmm. but I've been listening to it current, like so since I've met you, I've been listening, but I haven't gone back and listened to the old episodes. So mm. I I definitely okay. want to listen to the most recent episode, which yep. I do yep. every week. And then I want to listen to like the very first episode and compare mm. and kind of see how different oh, and how yeah, far totally people come. Different. Totally different. Yeah. It, it, no, listen, you guys. <laughs> so much different in so many ways. It's, it, no, it's, it's amazing <laughs> to see that kind of growth it, because it is so drastically different. But I'm going to tell you right now, Jeremiah, that those first couple episodes of Bigfoot Society, like I, I was sold. I would have listened to it from the gate because I was so I was oh, so thank fucking you. entertained. Thank you. I was like, this is amazing. I'm like Jeremiah. He's just way too fucking cool. The <laughs> so only th the one thing I remember is like, I used to drive Uber a lot when we were paying off debt, and like, yeah, I used to use the Anchor app on my phone and just oh, yeah. record directly into the phone. So I remember like waiting in my car downtown and just like i'm gonna record an episode and then it was like all of a sudden like this cop car comes by i'm like oh steve the cops and <laughs> yeah, it's, just, we it's one weird episode where you very much can tell you're in the car because yeah, you can yeah. hear your windshield wipers <laughs> oh that's hilarious everyone brings up like it, it's yeah 
No, it was it was great. And you're like, you're you're like, okay, go on. But and I didn't know at that point in time you had actually had a following on on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But you would brought it up. You're like, oh, Instagram. You know, there's people over there. If you want to come on for an interview, come on for an interview. And you're like, well, nobody wanted to come on, so I'm just gonna interview myself. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, forget this. <laughs> it was amazing. And you're like, you're like answering the questions, and you're like, wow, that's a really good question that that I wrote for myself. <laughs> Actually, you want to know something funny? Um, yeah. So if Yammy had not, th- I did that another time. I was like, hey, does anyone go- want to go on an interview? That night, I was like, if someone doesn't say yes, I'm shutting it down because this is ridiculous. Wow. So if Yammy had not said yes and said, like, I'll come on, I would just shut that sucker down. Isn't wow. that crazy? Like, that some is crazy. little decision like that can, like, like decisions are weird you know and i think i think it's really cool no it's a great time capsule i mean especially Mm -hmm. you know because i'm sure do you have issues now because you're strictly an interview show do you have issues sometimes getting people to to come on or yes i believe that i believe that well listen if you guys want to be on bigfoot society (laughs) did you hear the just the outrage and like well it yeah what it's just fine because then those become like super goals like okay, I have to figure out the how to get the connection. Sure, and I will get it. You know, and that's fun, but, and um, you do for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, at least yeah. it seems. I mean, even if you don't have your shit together, as long as we all believe, I have this theory <laughs> that like if I keep my fingernails painted right, yeah. then it doesn't matter what I'm wearing or oh, if my yeah. hair is unbrushed. Like people mm-hmm. think I have the illusion that I got my shit together, right? And that's what's important. <laughs> totally. But, you know, oh. I, I thought it was a lot of fun to go back and, you know, listen to the really early episodes. And they were really short. I mean, there were like 10, 25. I think the interview was like 25 minutes or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, I mean, definitely worth the listen. We kind of talked. And then immediately after that, um, I think you're, well, it might have been Yami. I don't remember. One of the first episodes you had was with Seth Breedlove. Yeah, that was before one of the, that was before the Yami one because it was like, I think what I did was I, hey, Seth, could I interview? And like he knew who I was because I'm actually listed in the credits for Terror in the Skies as like okay. an assistant in some way. Yeah. And he's like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll do this, whatever. And I've like got to interview him uh, every uh, pretty much like once a year. And I'm interviewing him in February around the Kickstarter. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, we're actually, we're, we're going to do like a, like, well, I announced this today where uh, we're just like the after show now is like yeah. the Patreon members can come on and uh, ask a question, which is something I would have loved to be able to do at just as, you know, a, a cryptid enthusiast without a podcast. So I was like, this would actually be kind of cool. I got the idea from Shan McGrow. So. And that is a really good idea. I think that's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Have that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what people pay for the Patreon for is the interaction. It's yeah. And, it's an experience that you can't right. get anywhere else right so so. i think it's a good idea but you know i did you know i I thoroughly enjoyed that that early interview with seth especially now knowing like you know because you guys you know you're definitely more acquainted now you know and and so and you've got newer interviews with him but like this first one he's like he's like i gotta leave for a minute (laughs) he's a dead rabbit outside (laughs) (laughs) i gotta listen to that one again that's really funny And he does. He, he gets up and you just start talking about, I don't, I think it was like Bigfoot or something. Because <laughs> that's what you guys were talking about was, was the big the Bigfoot things that were coming up. And then he comes back. He's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
I, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, you can just edit that out, dummy. Like, you don't have to, like, fill the dead air. But... You should put that in a sound clip. It was great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, but, oh, it's funny but stuff. you know, again, even listening to that interview, you know, it's still not the same Jeremiah that we have now. And um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a fun contrast, but it's it's a part of you know how how you got to be where you're at currently. Um, that's you true. know, so yeah. I, I I will always support. You know, I think about that a lot because originally when I started this show, I had a different co-host, and I've considered pulling the episodes with the old co-host because it's the show's not that anymore. Um, but mm. I like seeing the progression because I think about yeah. that. When somebody yep. sees your show for the first time, they start at episode one. And that's why I tell people the first podcast, you if you're listening to the first episode of a certain podcast, don't listen to the first episode. Mm. Listen to the last one. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Okay. You know, because yep. Yep. that's what you're going to get. That's current. You know, but, you know, but if people do, if people land and some people have, some people have rated the show based off of like the first episode. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it's drastically different yeah. than it is now. And, you know, we, uh, you know, as podcasters, we, we, we understand that, but the average person probably doesn't, you know what I mean? And so, um, but that's, you know, that's what I highly recommend. But if you, if you listen to Bigfoot Society already, um, and you haven't listened to those first couple episodes, go do it. It's, it's great. You know, especially if you, if you know, Jeremiah, you, you really, really thoroughly enjoy it. Like I did. And <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I endorse it. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's great. Um, but, you know, so, you know, we've talked about some bits of the show we kind of talked about a little bit of, of what's in the future and kind of mm -hmm. how you're just seeing you know and I, I would agree i mean i think that you've got a really good flow as far as the show goes i think with bigfoot society you know that you know what you're doing you know you i think your your show's pretty solid i don't think it's going to change much if it does right. um you yeah, know and, and i don't and think so I think that like with the TikTok and with the clubhouse things, you know, those are signs that you're de you definitely are trying to branch out mm -hmm. into doing other things, you know, and try to kind of see where that goes. I mean, would you do well? Okay, hold on, let me back up a little bit more. Yep. Um, we talked about the Van Meter visitor stuff. Would you say that the Van Meter visitor is your favorite cryptid, or would you say it's Bigfoot? I got this. I got. Maybe I've been it's asked this a lot recently sure. um i would have to say that like my favorite it just because and it's it's just because i live so close to it and it's like regional i think has a lot to do it with it but like it is my favorite um because i love i so the thing that i like to do is i like seeing something that has potential and that isn't really well known and just like hyping it up so much and just like to see or like to create connections between people i love doing that too um it's just some weird thing that i i love so i part of it is like at the beginning not a lot of people knew about it and then like just to see like hey this is hyped up and like he, he, he you know um so i i would say my favorite is like the van meter visitor but like if i was to like okay let's actually go research go after a cryptid and you can only pick one i think that would be really cool to like go and look for bigfoot that would be pretty okay. rocking well because you don't you know you mentioned the van meter visitor thing is, is actually kind of a recent thing i guess i didn't realize that you had kind of just discovered it in 2016 ish yeah um but you're not from iowa is that is that correct 
Nope. Um, so I, I grew up in uh, a Western Mass. Um, and uh, let's see, I moved out to Iowa about, uh, I'd say like 10, 12 years ago. Something like that, yeah. Wow. And then, but but as a kid in Western Mass, well, Uh I guess even as an adult, I mean, you got you got into Bigfoot at an early age and and weird stuff at an early age. So not, yeah, I had exposure to it, but I wasn't into it. So that's the weird thing, Asher's like because there's so much weird stuff like out in New England, and like when I was out there, I wasn't into it. So I had so many missed opportunities, right? You know. And like, I didn't start getting into it until I actually moved out to Iowa. And like, there's some weird stuff out here, but not a lot, not compared to other places. Uh, sure. So you kind of have to, you know, that's why you have to hype up the stuff. So what it gets, yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, uh, my dad was really into nature stuff and like, we would go out in the woods and like track animals and like hike the Appalachian trail and stuff. And, but like, I wasn't thinking about Bigfoot the entire time. Cause it just, it wasn't my focus out there, you know, so like so many missed opportunities, but it is what it is, you know. <laughs> so throughout the course of your life, I mean, I'm assuming you you haven't seen anything um, crazy extravagant, but have you had any type of encounters of high strangeness? Mm-hmm. Let me think for a second. Um, <laughs> I would say the weirdest I think I shared this with Ryan Sprague. Okay. So we we lived in Western Mass in a town called Northfield. If you look at a map, it's where Vermont, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts um, kind of intersects, right? So I was still living with my parents. This is a while, while ago. And we're watching. I'm in my room, which is off the garage. My parents are in the main house. And I, I, all of a sudden I hear this like, whoa, 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 like really like whoa, 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 kind of thing. I'm like, that's weird. It's dark. And it sounds like there's this huge engine outside. So I go out of my room. Dad comes out of the house. At the same time, we look up this, this is where it gets really weird. Like this huge ship flies over we watch it like come over the woods in front of us and it starts to come over the house very, very like very slowly, but like a huge like <laughs> engine and like almost triangle shape and like these huge, like, you know, on like the star Wars ships where there's like the huge circles and it's got like, it's almost like you feel like the light is like, just like coming out of the circle towards oh, the yeah. earth, but not really. It's hard to explain. Um, there was the biggest ship I've ever seen. It was very low to the ground. It was dark, but it was like you could still see it. And I, I look at my, my dad, and I was like, uh, "And have you ever experienced like your parent like not having the first time your parent doesn't have an answer?" Oh yeah, <laughs> that was it. And we were both like, "Uh," and he was, he was more like, um, didn't talk like eventually it went away and then we went back inside and i was like i gotta know what that is this is nuts and he was just like don't talk about it and um never really found out what it was uh i asked him a few years later if he thought it was a ufo he's like yeah definitely not i was like oh come on like 
Well, that that area that you're describing is very much like uh, the don't talk about it belief is is very prevalent there. Oh, it's totally New England. Don't talk about it. You know, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I've had we've had, uh, you know, Kinsey Gleason, she's been on twice now. And yep. um, she's you know, she's mentioned that she's in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's that's a very normal just all throughout the the, you know, Appalachians. It's, it's like that. Um, they're very, you know, hush, hush. Don't talk about it. Yeah. I think that's attractive. human beings in general. When you see something that out of the ordinary is not to talk yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it might, it might be regional, but uh I think it's just how we kind of defend ourselves from the abnormal, you know what I mean? Mm. Not becoming a part of it, not playing ball. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, during your, Jeremiah, during your your interview with with, with Shannon over at her Patreon, Shannon Legro, was it Legro or is that how you say it? Shannon Legro is how I say it. Legro. Okay. All right. I always always feel bad because I'm just, that's not, I'm a. Yeah. I'm a 40 investigator, not a mathematician or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, don't do, I don't do rocket surgery. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, um, but you guys were kind of talking about, you know, people with their Bigfoot sightings and how, like, you know, how much go unreported and underreported or like you'll post a video and be like, Hey, have you seen Bigfoot? And then all these people will flood in. Like, oh yeah. On TikTok, It's wild. Yeah. And it's you know, crazy. All, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you got all these people that probably wouldn't have ever without that prompt would have ever even mm-hmm. talked about it again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd agree with that. But then but that is well. Now, was that before you had started getting into like um, in search of or was that maybe after? Um, so. The in search of time would be like when I'm a little kid, that would okay. be more like you're eight to nine years old. Uh, the seeing what i don't know what that was that was i was close to like um it was i would say early 20s okay okay yeah. so pretty oh, so you were very aware of what was kind of maybe going on <laughs> to- yeah 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 i wasn't like into the weird stuff but i was like i would like if something seemed weird i was gonna like take notice of it but i wasn't like let's make a podcast right now you know well sure <laughs> <laughs> not at that point yet. So, yeah. <laughs> have you ever shared that story on your podcast uh yeah the the oh, okay. I had ryan sprague on oh um, yeah 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 yeah. He it's probably yeah i think i go through it a little bit longer too on that episode sure so, yeah yeah well yep. that, definitely check that out you guys because ryan sprague you gotta talk about you know that stuff if you have him on so. oh yeah definitely he's mm-hmm. um you know he's the guy so he is the guy for sure <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right well no that, very cool i mean i think that that's you know thank, thanks for sharing um yeah you know obviously you know i'm no i'm no stranger to that kind of uh situation pat isn't either um so you know there's uh there's that um i don't know i'm trying to think if i have any more questions pat do you do you have anything else to to bring up to pull up to add uh no, I mean I, I I'm <laughs> sorry. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no, I mean like I guess you know you're you're kicking ass. You you found a niche. You're kicking ass, and you're you're setting shit on fire. And I can't wait to see what you do next with it. And uh, you know, best of luck and thanks for everything you've done for all of us. You know, because you have you have yeah, built, you have built a community and you have left your mark and you yeah. have even even if you just did it. <laughs> as a joke which i i totally understand when not i like, as not as a joke for sure yeah, but, but um yeah i'm still at the point where i'm like so I'll, I'll say this real quick guys like sure keep in mind um 
Well, I guess I've met people now, but it used to be like I had only met a few people and like <laughs> a lot of it is just like I'm just talking in my basement. So like I'm super pumped when I get finally get to go to CryptidCon and actually meet oh, the yeah. people I've been talking to oh, yeah. uh, for a few years just to try like a lot of this has some of this has been just let's get through the pandemic and, you know, were you, know. you not were you not like a meet and meet Internet people? kid growing up uh well Pat, <laughs> not to put um, not to put you on the spot i didn't mean to turn that into something but like you know like i know so, i grew up like meeting people off aol and shit like you know i think 19 oh was, no no definitely not um oh okay i'm trying pat we must be close to the same age right i just turned 40 this uh in 2000 okay we're, we're pretty close yeah, yeah we're a few years off so you remember when like the internet came into your house Oh I'm yeah. Guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I never I never did the like actually meet people off the internet, but um yeah, I just I was a little, little bit too young. But um I'm I'm pumped to be able to meet, you know, you guys and someday and like uh you know, people like you know, I'll, I'll say all the peeps because I'm gonna miss a name and then it'll be terrible. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. so many, so many awesome relationships that I would love to you know, continue that uh, by actually meeting the person. That'd be oh, yeah, super definitely. cool. So I can't wait. But and and it, it it I mean, and you've met some people. You got a little bit of taste. I mean, you've you've you know. Yeah, Alex and Eli and like uh, yeah. Cryptic Comforts and uh, the Creepy Acres guys. And, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, so you've got shit, the corner yeah. over there on the Van Meter Festival, and so that's, that's true. If you come cool. to that festival, you meet me there. So. Absolutely <laughs> right uh, for, uh, for certain, and and for hopefully. Certain. Yeah. you know cryptid con going forward you know continuously so um which is always a big you know that's a big to do um but but no mm -hmm. that is a really great um it's awesome you know you talk to these people for so long and you know they you know, I know. Something about them and and then when you actually get to physically see them it's you know not, nothing compares oh, <laughs> so for sure. it's for great sure. but no I, I i'm glad you know i'm excited about it um i obviously you're excited about it um okay well a couple i'm gonna i'll, I'll steal some of yours here what do you um you know what do you you know we talked about the beginning and and now the the current mm -hmm. um well you know what would you say to people starting off and and you know podcasting or you know just building communities or you know new new people to this when they feel discouraged and they feel like it's not worth it hmm. um so i would say uh you will go you will go far if you treat treat every person like they're the most important person um it, it, everything relies on relationships um and res you gotta respect like don't be one of the people where it's like you're hanging out in the facebook group and you're like oh joe schmo saw bigfoot more like not you know like <laughs> okay. just damn dude that's a wicked just, burn <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I'm not going to call people out, but come on, guys. Like, um, just just be nice to people. And like, our world is so tough that if people will find you, if you're just treating people with respect, being nice, having a good time. And I mean, obviously, only do the cryptid stuff if you love it. Like, I was talking to Ron Lanham about that last week. And I was like, can you believe there are people that like, are trying to make like don't be fake just just be oh, yeah. real, be yourself you know um 
uh, advice, um, business wise, try to do as much as you can without like getting paid services first. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Um, oh, here's a big business thing too. Uh, if you make a podcast and you're like, I'll never do a website. You should probably buy the website name anyways. Oh yeah. Because now Bigfoot society is $4,000. <laughs> oh no. you know what i mean like who's it's like, got it buy... is it is it some dude fucking with you or is it like oh i don't know i i i can't see who owns it but i'm like oh man this, but you I emailed them and you... eight bucks did you email no them? i haven't tried to contact but people like... buy up all these domains yeah and, and, yeah totally and so. price, people, strangers do it and price them up way high because they anticipate that there'll be a business eventually and that's yeah that's what they do so that's probably yeah. what has happened no that's that's good advice uh, that's good advice. Also, membership cards, apparently, um, because let me tell you, that's too. That is where it's. Oh, I flash pad. it all the time. I'm like, look at this. I told you <laughs> when I have to pull out my ID. I'm like, here you go, and they're like, um, this is not. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, that's oh, I can't too. wait to try to buy weed with one of those things. <laughs> oh, so the weirdest stories I've gotten so far is I've had two people tell me where they've been wearing the podcast shirt. Yeah. Somewhere, and they're like. The other person has said, oh, my goodness, I love that podcast and I listen to it. And that to me is just like, you're totally lying. Right. But like, it's weird when stuff like that have, starts to happen because then it's like, oh, it's not just you're talking in your basement anymore. Because like, I'm yeah. like, I'm close to 100K downloads. Yeah. I'm oh, like yeah. at 90K. It's, it's oh, pretty yeah. awesome. But you, like I said, you've done really well, obviously. And, and, and you'll, I mean, you're going to get there, you know, so. Yeah. It's yeah, and that is, I mean, that kind of you have those moments because we've talked about it. We've commiserated a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of, um, you know, the the greatest thing that that the greatest gift that you can give your favorite your favorite podcaster is feedback. Oh my goodness, yes, I've only gotten feedback three times this entire time, and it's, one it's, of them yeah. was last night. I'm not even kidding. Oh yeah, it's it's difficult to it's get that difficult. validation, yeah. and it's like, and you see the numbers, so you're like, okay, no, it's there, mm -hmm. but. You know, it doesn't, it, you, you don't hear it a lot. You need that reassurance. We're human. We like reassurance. And, uh, you know, that, that helps us a lot because really the only thing we have, at least on like YouTube with strictly YouTube channels, not just like, cause our podcast is on YouTube and I don't really push it or anything. You know, yours is on YouTube and I mm -hmm. don't know. Well, you've been pushed a little bit more lately. Um, people can comment there, which is nice, but like, that's really yeah. it. Like you, you don't yep. really get, and then like, I think Apple has reviews that you can leave true and and then that's limited you know because then it's just the mm -hmm. people that have access to itunes or whatever um you know so it, it but one of the best things you can do even if it's in the form of a message you know hey i really love your stuff or you know even a comment on you know our, our, what we're shilling next you know if, if you leave that feedback you know it's it's extremely important um you know that means oh, more sure. to us than, than anything so a hundred percent or like like uh i had one person where they were like um hey i was having a really tough time last year and literally the only thing that helped me through it was listening to your podcast and thank you for that and like that to me made the entire last few years worth it like oh yeah if you know and i'll just leave it at that but it's like you got it if that you gotta let your creators know yeah we don't think it's weird at all we, yeah, we enjoy awesome. that like exactly. <laughs> you're not being weird or you know you're yeah. not driving us away we will yep. we will definitely respond to that um yep. but <laughs> anyway um and then and then uh, another question that you that I, i'm going to steal from you what kind of books do you do you recommend people books buy? yeah so asher's um 
I got uh, yeah, I got a few here, and like, I'm barely at the point where I'm starting to actually like, uh, I'm starting to get cool books for Christmas, and like, yeah. actually, I can buy books for myself. Like for a while there, I didn't have any books, but like, okay, so the ones that I like a lot right now, um, I finally got a copy of it, and like, it is really that good. Like Sasquatch Legend Read Science by Jeff yeah. Meldrum. You gotta get that. And um, if you're into Bigfoot, uh, Ken Gearhart's book, The Essential Guide to Bigfoot, is like probably the best summary that I've read so far in like an easy way to read. Um, that one is really good to pick up. Uh, I really enjoy uh, The Vampire Visitor by Chad Lewis just because it's there's a lot of really cool stuff you can uh, get from their history, uh, different things that are going on in the u.s cryptid wise it's a good one um oh and i would say actually here's one that's that's kind of cool i actually really like it a lot um the west virginia cryptids it's a book it's kind of like an over it, it's a book yeah by les odell and it's got really oh, yeah. cool uh illustrations by mark randall about west virginia cryptids but also got uh, the Polk Gap monster in it, which is a regional Bigfoot there. And it's like the only book that you can see that written about in, which yeah. is pretty awesome. So wow, I'm starting okay. to get the books. Uh, those are the, the main ones that come to mind right now that I'm enjoying. Well, so. and you've been doing this, um, this page by page thing with the um, Legend Meets Science book. And is that something that you are, are going to continue? Do you want to yes. go into that a little bit and explain? And yeah. So, um, I was trying to come up with an idea of like a series I could do for TikTok. And it's like, whenever you start to do that, that's when you get sick. And then it's like, oh, I feel like garbage. And then <laughs> you don't do it for a few days. But so what I was literally doing, and this is, it was a way of keeping me accountable because like this book is so massive. And I'm the kind of person that like, if I just start reading a book and read a lot at once, I'm not going to get a lot from it. Um, but if I just like focus on a page, I'm like, okay, I got to pick some stuff out of here and then like be able to share that in a way. That's how I'm going to learn. So it's half like I want to be a really cool, informative series that no one else had ever done. But also it's kind of a thing for me because it's like helping me actually learn the stuff too at the same time. So okay. yeah, I'm going like page by page in the book literally and like it's such a weird book because it was written in, I want to say the, uh, it was written in the nineties, I think. Was it? Oh, holy crap. No, it wasn't 2006. Yikes. We are Oops. super old. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, like the pictures in there of pictures in the book of like Meldrum, it's like really young Meldrum where he's got the Aww. sweet mustache and stuff, you know, <laughs> and he looks like, it's like how Connor, like young Meldrum, equals yeah. connor anderson in my mind which is weird but it, yeah <laughs> i'm just yeah. gonna say like and and i i would be surprised if you guys don't know who jeff meldrum is but if you don't know who That's dr true. jeff meldrum is he's i adore him also um you know yeah. check him out you know he's cool the guy, guy knows his stuff he's been around the block a, a little bit mm -hmm. um but but still lots of life so <laughs> totally. he's Definitely the nicest nice. dude yeah, he's no, so he's, nice. He's great, and you can you can do that. Um, you can check out Jeff Meldrum by um checking out Bigfoot Society um podcast because I I believe those that that guy over there did an interview with him. That, I don't know if you've heard of it, but 
um yeah he, he did an interview over there with them so <laughs> yeah and i he i think i'm the only one he's talked to about like how he saw a oversized owl figure on the side of his bed wow he he had like i was like share the weirdest that, yeah. yeah so it's in um it, there's a two-part interview i did with sure. him listen to the second part and he talks about some ufo sightings he had and he also talks about a it's not mothman he says it's more like a big owl that he saw up in montana at a cabin but you get what i'm saying wow um like yeah so he's just the nicest dude he'll talk about anything and you know he's cool yeah. Yeah. no that's great okay well where can people uh, find you? I mean, obviously your links are going to be down below. But yes, um, um, I would say uh, easiest is if you look up at Bigfoot Society on Instagram, and then my uh, link tree is in there, and that's where all the other links are. And uh, yeah, check out YouTube and all that sure. good stuff. All major podcast platforms as well. So. Awesome, awesome. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Jeremiah. Super exciting to talk to you. Guys, definitely go check them out. I can't express that. If you like listening to me, you can listen to me over on the Bigfoot Society. <laughs> That's true. I did interview Ashers, which was a super fun interview. And <clears throat> thank you so much, uh, Pat and Ashers, for having me on. Thanks for coming on, brother. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, guys, we'll see you back here next Wednesday. <laughs>